Blog Talk Radio. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Make me to lie down in green pastures. Lead me beside the waters of rest. He restores my soul. Though I walk through the valley, thou art with me. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Christian Survival Radio. It's the sixth day of December 2017, 8 a.m. on the East Coast of the United States. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. We'll go to prayer before we get into the Word of God. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to expound your Word. You said it would not come back void, but do what you sent it to do. Lord, to give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, that is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword and cuts asunder and divides. We thank you today for your word that will stand the test of time, because you said heaven and earth shall pass away, but by no means will your precious word ever pass away. We thank you for sending the word in the person of Jesus Christ, that we might stand on your truth. And have faith in you in these last days, that nothing by no means will separate us from the love of God. Lord, I ask you today to put steel in our spine. We may stand against the wiles in these last days, Father, that life is not always easy. But Lord, through it all, you will see us through. We thank you for your grace, <clears throat> for your mercy, and for your power. In Jesus' name we pray. The title of our broadcast today is When We Go Through the Fire. When We Go Through the Fire. Jesus wrote in John chapter 16, verse 33, These things have I spoken unto you that in me, listen now, you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. In this world, Jesus declared that we will have tribulation. In other words, it will not always be easy. And I believe as we are coming towards the end, the end of this of this particular age. I believe things are ramping up. I believe time itself could be speeding up. Acceleration in the spirit realm. But the posture that we take is realizing that we will have trouble in this world. That we will be, I mean, not if, will be tried by fire. Jesus said that, that you may have peace. He says you, you've got to come to a truth. 
that peace is 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 better than all the money in the bank. That Philippians write, Paul wrote, the peace that passeth all understanding, even though we're going through the middle and stuck maybe in a horrible situation. But if we keep our faith, without faith it's impossible to please God. Those that come to him must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those that seek him with diligence. The peace, a prosperity, as I said before, greater than monetary value. Many people have died having lots of money, but yet they didn't die with peace. And true peace, listen to me this morning, true peace only comes from God. And the faith that we have in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Lord, the only Lord. We've stressed that so much on this broadcast, that he is the only Lord, that he is the only way, that he is the only truth. Peace, a quietness in our soul, a confidence, a, a, a rest. Peace in the Greek, and I'll probably pronounce it wrong, is irane, which is when we are set at one again. The word atonement, at one through the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us to meditate upon these things. And when we meditate upon the Word of God, and the Bible says there's a perfect peace that comes into our life, a perfect confidence. A, a The song says, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. The only hope, we've said many times that hope is an anchor of the soul. That when men begin to lose hope, then they begin to lose their will. But as long as we keep Jesus before us, as long as we trust him as the author and the finisher of our faith, that in him all things exist, in him all dominion and power was given, a preeminence of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he is control of everything, even he is the creator. Jesus said, these things have I spoken unto you that in me, now listen to what he says, listen, read the word of God, rightly divided, the Bible says. Study to show yourself approved a workman that needeth not to be ashamed or put to shame in these last days that this age is winding up when I don't know when I, I don't know when but he says when you see these things and you can look at these things today of everything that's going on in the world he says look under the hills with cometh your redemption let the redeemed of the Lord say so that in me you might have peace, prosperity, 
That's the prosperity gospel, the peace of God. That is what we should be unctioning Christians to seek after, is the peace that they have with a relationship, my, 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 help us today, with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, I would that you'd prosper and be in health. Now listen, even as your soul prospers. Even as your soul. So what's his priority? For this reason was the Son of God manifested. He might destroy the works of the devil. He came to save. He came to establish men in their eternity, which we all are facing eternity, not in this body, but the inner man is facing these. Now listen to me today. The Bible strictly declares that when we leave this world, when this body, when we depart from this from this earthly body, from dust you are and dust you shall return, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, that we will be in a state of total consciousness. We will know exactly what's going on around us. We, you know, I, I, I use the example of the rich man. Well, it's a parable. It's a, no, no, no. It, I believe it happened. I believe it. it, it oh, the Bible declares that, the, that everything in the word of God, that all scripture was given by inspiration of God to admonish us, to lift us up, to show us that the rich man died in his riches. But his station in life had nothing to do with where he was going to spend eternity because the Bible says that when he died, he lifted up his eyes, and the Bible says he was in torment. Now, I didn't write the book. Pointing towards the total awareness that the rich man had when he departed this life and woke up in that place of torment. Now, this was before the cross, and he looked over a great gulf that divided Sheol, paradise, and he saw Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. We see, we see a, a, a contrast here. And that which was once the rich man has now become the beggar. That which was once the beggar has now become the rich man. But my point is total awareness of what's going on around and about us. The Bible says this, what would a man give in exchange for his soul? Think about these things today. This is the word of God. I mean, what is worth losing our soul over? Is there anything that you're holding on today or holding on to today that is worth your eternal separation from God and eternal damnation? The Bible says this, where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth and where the canker worm never dies. A point of separation, a point of eternal, the Bible declares damnation, though. There'll be, no, there'll be no court 
at that no no lawyer that will appeal your case. Your lawyer now is Jesus Christ. He's our advocate. He is our go-between. He's the mediator between God and man. He stands in our stead, and he made us not guilty through his blood. And your only hope to escape this eternal damnation is accepting Jesus Christ. But he said, in me, that you might have peace. In me, the world. In this world. The current world. The, the age in which we are living. Many put many titles on it. The age of the Gentiles. The dispensation of grace. Of mercy. Of kindness from God. And I. And, and I believe that. I believe the doors of mercy are open wide today to whosoever will. But he says, in this world, in this present state, in your flesh, in your blood, in your current existence, ye shall have tribulation. Tribulation. Now that word tribulation there means pressure. We call it today in modern vernacular, we call it stress. I can remember growing up as a child back in the in the fifties uh, and sixties that I never heard the word so much I'm stressed. I'm stressed to a point that uh, many are saying today that I can't take it anymore, that many are stressed today, many are seeking avenues by which to try to relieve that stress. When people go to the doctor and their blood pressure's up or they've got stomach problems or, or something wrong with their heart, the doctor will say, you've got to eliminate <laughs> your stress. How do you do that exactly? Or you need to take a, a sabbatical, or you you need to get away. I, I've heard people down through, through through the time of my of my life say, "I've got to get away for a while." Keywords to while. But see, when you go away, your mind's still with you. The thoughts, the the torments, the regrets, the guilt, the shame. My Lord, help us today. All these things are still with us. So the only peace that Jesus is pointing out here is in him. It's not where you're at or where you're physically located. That's where you stand with him. That determines your peace of mind. That even in the midst of a fiery trial, even in the midst of a fiery trial, then you can have when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Bible declares that he will raise up a standard against that thing. So Jesus said, in the world you will have tribulation, you will you'll be afflicted. You'll have anguish. You'll have anxiety. You'll have burdens. You'll be persecuted. you have trouble. Trouble. Don't last always, the song says. But Jesus said, in this world, you will, not if, not maybe, 
But listen to me today. Too many Christians are believing a pipe dream today that once you become saved, everything just gets milky and creamy. That's not true. We live, listen to me today, in a fallen world. We are influenced. It rains on the just and the unjust. Being a Christian does not keep you from trouble. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And they certainly were followers of Christ. But he says, in this tribulation, in this time of, of testing, uh-oh, in this time of extreme pressure, pressure turns many. The parable said that many received the word, but when outside pressures, Jesus said, then they left the word. The word was not allowed to take root because of the cares of this life, say. And we're in a, we're in this world. You can't you can't get away from that. But Jesus said, Be of good cheer. In other words, take courage. Take comfort. How are we the Christians comfortable? Jesus said, I will send you the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, who shall lead you and guide you into all truth and all righteousness. We've said this a thousand times on this broadcast. He is the parrot, the Holy Spirit, the one that comes along aside, the one that testifies of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is not an it. It's in he. He is the third person. Of the, uh, of the triune God. Be of good cheer. He says, for I, first person, first person, he said, I am the I am. John, he told John, he says, I am one that 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 was dead but now lives forever that I've overcame death hell and the grave he said I am that I am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the ending that he holds all time and all space and every situation every circumstance in his hand cast your cares upon him because the bible says he cares for you come unto me ye are heavy laden and labor and I will give you rest these are the words of Jesus Christ, not the words of a, philo- a philosopher, of a modern-day writer. He, this is the words of Jesus Christ. This is what he said. And you can take these words to the bank. I just I told you when we, when we pray, we pray the prayer that heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word will never, ever pass away, but it has to live in our life. He said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome. My, my, my. He said, I have subdued. I have prevailed. I have given you the victory through what I did at the cross. Hmm? For he that was sin, who knew no sin, became sin, that our sins might be forgiven us. For I have overcome, conquered, 
a conquering. See, the Bible says in Colossians that all powers and principalities have been put to an open shame. For this reason was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, that people through all their life feared death. He came and he overcame the author of death, which is Satan. Sin brings death. The wages of sin will, is and always will be death. You can't, you can't get away from that. Sin is compared to many things. Leprosy. Portrayed in the eating of the skin, the gnawing away of an outside of an individual, but spiritual leprosy is eating on the inside, gnawing away at our inner man. That which he came to save. Now, he, he'll heal our bodies, but he didn't come to save our bodies. He came to save our inner man, our eternal being, that I've said a lot of times will live somewhere. As I gave the example of the rich man, and Lazarus. He says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The, the current arrangement, which actually was perpetrated in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve fell, that at that moment the world and the inhabitants thereof came under a curse and a fallen state. Satan became, for a time and for a season, judicially became the god of this world. Uh, can't you see his influence? Can't you see? My, my, my. Making me and you those of us that know Jesus Christ, although weak many times, making me and you sojourners and aliens and foreigners, the Bible says we have no continuing city, that our citizenship is not of this world. For Abraham looking for a city whose builder and foundation and maker is God. We are just passing through. We're nomads. But Jesus said, I've overcome. Study that scripture. John 16 and 33. So, as I said before, it's not if a trial comes into our life. If sorrow comes into our life. If complexity, sometimes confusion, sometimes doubt, and the battles seem to be so hard at times. You go to First Peter chapter four. We're going to dissect verses twelve through nineteen. Now these these are good scriptures to study on your own. Study to show yourself approved, work when the need of not to be ashamed. The depth of the Word of God. The Word of God is the book that you read that'll read you pages and give you a present help in the time of trouble because it's God's Word. So Peter said. First Peter 4, beginning verse 12. Beloved, 
Think it not strange concerning fiery, the fiery trial. Now, he doesn't say trials. He says the fiery trial, which is singular, which means could be ongoing. Uh, Read the life of the Apostle Paul, who was probably the greatest apostle. And I mean, I'm not giving him accolades above anybody. But he, he, he wrote most of the New Testament. But, but read what Paul went through. His afflictions. He talked about his chains. He talked about at, at, at a time he desired not even to be here. He said, I would that I be with Christ, but for your sake, because of the message, because of the revelation that God had given this man, he says, I've, I've, I've got to be here to preach the word. How shall I hear unless a preacher is sent? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The fiery trial. Think it not strange. Now that word trial, <laughs> means when something's ignited in your life to destroy you. We we see the example of Job and how he was just minding his own business, sacrificing for his children. The most righteous in the land of us, upright. And God said, have you considered uh-oh, my servant? Job said, no. What she's considering, I can't get to him. Now listen. Pointing out a fact that the devil, the only latitude he has is the latitude that God allows him. Then we as Christians, with the authority and power, the Bible said, behold, I give you power over all power of the devil. Then we, 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 we judicially proclaim the word of God. Proclaim the blood of Jesus Christ. And we are active in this thing because we don't come in our name. We come in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Take up thy bed and walk. The authority. This was after Pentecost, after the the baptism in the Holy Ghost, after the uh, uh, the the birthing of the New Testament church. So trials ignite in our life. It's a term uh, I learned in school called smelting. It's an activity where things are melted down to form something else. The word also means a test. (laughs) This is but a test. They don't do a lot anymore, but they have the the, uh, civil defense things. When I was growing up during the Cold War, the civil defense thing, well, this is just a test. This is just a test that our emergency services are working. Just a test. This too shall pass. That word also means burning. Hmm. Burning. Intense pressure. We talked about that. Tribulation. Pressure.
Bluff thinking not strange concerning the fire trial, which is to try you. To try. Moving us forward. Trying us. We, the man cried, God, I believe, but help Jesus, I believe, but help me my unbelief. And he says, to try you as though some strange thing. In other words, what, you know, should we be, should we be surprised? Some strange thing, where it means some alien. Some, some foreign thing has come upon us as, as if we didn't expect it. Now, listen, I don't, you don't pray for trials and tests. They'll come. You have to pray for them. That's one thing you have to pray for. But you've got to pray for the grace to get through them. And when you come out on the end, that all things work to good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That you're a better person, that you learn and you're taught. These, these are things that happen down through our lives. You know, the older we get, we look back and we see the many times that God has delivered us and set us free. And we are strengthened in our faith because of what he saw us through. And he hasn't changed. As if some strange thing happened unto you. Some strange thing happened unto you. In First Peter 1, verses 6 through 7, wherein ye get rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. And actually, all that really matters is the end result. The Bible declares this life is but a vapor, but something that flees away from us, quick, quickly passing, here today and gone tomorrow. As I said before, dust to dust and ashes to ashes. We live in a temporal state. We've got to get that in our minds that this is a dressing room. This is just somewhere we're passing through. We are occupying for a season and for a time. But Peter said you got to greatly rejoice. And he uses the word for a season. If need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Do a study on this. A trial of your faith. Man, he compares it as even more precious than of gold that passes away. That though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and the glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So we've got to get the mentality. Now, I, you know, a lot of preachers today, well, if you've got trouble in your life, then something wrong. I don't I don't agree with that. Peter didn't didn't preach that. And I believe what Peter wrote was inspired of God. And Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, Jew or Gentile. 
No matter what race, creed, or color you are today, you will have tribulation. That's the word of God. He says in 1 Peter 4, verse 13, But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. So trials and tests come to lift up Jesus Christ. That through the trials and tests that me and you die, for we are, as Christ died, so did we die. He was resurrected, so did we resurrect. As he is, so are we. Paul said, in him I live and I walk and I talk and I have my being completely and trusting in him. But he says, rejoice. (laughs) Be full of cheer. And as much as ye are partakers, sharing, communication, something in common, Christ's sufferings, a hardship that he went through, his passion. For he, the Bible declares he endured the cross for me and for you. That when his glory shall be revealed, when, not if. The Bible says we go from glory to glory to glory to glory. When his glory shall be revealed. That word revealed there is apocalypse. The revelation of Jesus Christ. When his glory shall be, there'll be a disclosure. There'll there'll be a, 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 a light, a manifestation. See, things are not always remain as they are. See, we're, we 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 are moving, we are moving towards something. You may be glad with exceeding joy. He says in First Peter four fourteen, if you be reproached, now listen. If you be reproached, that word means when people chide at us, when they persecute us, when they say every manner of evil against us, just as they did Christ. Listen, they called him the devil. They said, you're casting out devils because you're Beelzebub. And he said, how can the kingdom be divided against itself? How can Beelzebub be divided against himself? For a house divided will not stand. When you are reproached, when you are mocked, when you're made fun of for for your standing, and this goes on all the time. God promised it because not everybody in the world is of Christ. He said, "When you are reproached for the name of Christ," and I guess he said, "You need to be happy." That word there means supremely blessed. You're blessed when you're reproached. And we don't see it that way. And I and I guess we I think we prayed at the beginning, God put steel in our spine. Don't be surprised when these things come upon us. 
Blessed are you. Word even means you're fortunate. <laughs> you're actually you're actually prospering when people talk about you, when people reproach you, when people say every manner of evil against you. And what's the Bible say? Love those that despitefully use you. It's easy to love our friends and our family, but how hard is it to love somebody that literally just hates us? You only do that through Christ. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy for the spirit of glory and of God. Now listen, rest upon you on their part. He is evil spoken, but on your part, he is glorified. See, see the contract here, here, here's where second Corinthians four, four comes in the blindness the blindness that is in this world. People are blinded by, the Bible declares, blinded by Satan. For the God of this world, I said the God of this world. There again, we need to make it very clear that for a time and for a season, he is the God of this world. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4, 4 there. Paul wrote, in whom the God, see, see, see through the difference between those who see and those who, who do not see. Paul said, but if the, if the God of this world, the deity, he's not a deity per se, he, he, he's a creation of this world, for this current age, for a season, for a time, hath blinded. Hath blinded. They, the word there is obscured. <clears throat> for the mercies of Jesus Christ is hidden from them. They, they choose not to receive it. So, Peter wrote, on their part, he is evil spoken of. But on your part, he's glorified. See, see the contrast? See, see the different directions that we are going in? In whom, back to 2 Corinthians 4, 4, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds, the minds of the people. The battleground is the, the mind. As a man thinks, so is he. How men perceive the intellect. The dispensation, disposition, sorry, thoughts have blinded the minds of them, listen, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, you know, we... Don't run around being offended all the time because somebody says something about us. This will steal your victory. Just count it as a grain of salt. Count it as something that Jesus said would happen. You can't, you can't please people. We, if we become men pleasers, then we've got a problem. 
The Bible says in 1 Peter 1, 7, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perish, that would be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and glory of the appearing of Jesus Christ. 2 Thessalonians 1, 7, and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. See, see, see we, we project hope. The apostles projected hope. They said, yes, there's going to be problems. You're going to be going through the fire. You're going to be tried by fire. And a lot of our brothers and sisters are tried a lot more than we are. Some of them have lost their very lives in the Middle East because they refused to deny Jesus Christ. Bible says in Acts 4.33, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace upon them all. Why do you think they need grace? They, they carried, listen, and we carry, as the modern day church, we need to carry the antidote for sin. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. If I be lifted up, he says, I will draw all men unto me. First Peter 4.15, But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Wow. For these things are not pleasing to God. That word there, as a busybody, means where we're meddling, trying to oversee other people's affairs. Just to put it bluntly, uh, spirit of Jezebel. See, there are, there are those that have that spirit that wants to control. Okay. First Peter 4.16. Yet, if any man suffer, listen, as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. But let him glorify God on this behalf. Wow. Praise him through trials. Praise him through tests. Praise him through the fire. Job said, in essence, he won't leave me this way, that I'll wait all the days of my life for my change. We've got to get the mentality that we are living in a temporal world, all those things seem to be going on, going on, and ongoing, and ongoing, and people say, one of the prayers people pray a lot today is, Lord, how long? How long? How long? How long? The psalmist David prayed, how long? We ignore the situation in the circle, and he's not ignoring anything. He knows exactly what's going on. He just has a chosen time, an appointed time. He says in 1 Peter 4, 17, for the time has come that judgment, wow, must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, then what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Judgment. <coughs> Pardon me. 
excuse me, must begin at the house of God. A <clears throat> that which is against crime. Who who's the judge? Who is the one worthy to open the seals? Beginning in Revelation five. And there was a silence, and John began to weep, and the angel of the Lord said, Don't weep, for behold the Lamb of God that was crucified before the foundation of the world. He is the one that has a right to crack open the seals, to 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 reveal again the title deed to this earth, to take back the years and the years that Satan has has uh, plotted and schemed and beguiled this world. The judgment begins first. Listen, at the house of God. So are we living godly in Christ Jesus? All those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Bob says, search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. You know today what what tries to beguile you, what tries to separate you from God. We all we all know the weaknesses in our lives. We know our hot buttons, so to speak, that thing which which tries to draw us away. But Paul said this and things and, and, and the devil tried to pry Paul out of God's hands all the time. He said, I'm persuaded that nothing by no means shall separate me from the love of God. By any means God says to anything pluck you out of my hand. We're sealed until the day of our redemption if we choose to me. Now you can walk away. You're, we all are free moral agents. But I believe this, that how, you know, the, the point in time that Jesus started to preach it hard and many people started to leave and he looked at his disciples and he said, now will you leave me too? And Peter spoke up and said, where are we going to go? Where could we go? If it first began at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel? Verse 18, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, if the righteous scarcely be saved, hardly, with difficulty, for the last day shall be peerless time, difficult, hard, some days to be a Christian. I know that flies in the face of a lot of things that's preached today, but every day is not sunshine and roses. We face things, and we need strength to get through those things, and the strength is in Jesus Christ. If preachers are preaching to the congregations that don't worry about nothing, all is well, and you don't have any problems, man, what a falsehood. That's not true. All that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer Persecution. The Bible declares we are persecuted for the word's sake. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wow. Verse 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God. Uh-oh. So is the will of God to for men to suffer. God set nothing in your life to destroy you. Everything that you go through in your life works for your Romans, for all things. Romans 
30, I believe, for all things work to good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Now, those that are bond slaves, those that are, those that are completely sold out to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The wherefore, then the suffer according to the will of God. Listen. <laughs> wow, this is powerful. Commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing unto a faithful creator. A faithful creator. Those that passion are vexed according to the will of God. A decree. Satan had to get permission to vex Job. God was in control. Wow. God was in control the whole time. Job, he wasn't seeing a lot of that, but he knew in his spirit, I know that my Redeemer lives. Mm. You have that confidence today? See, you only get that through the witness of the Holy Ghost. Draw me near, nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross, wow, where thou hast died. I am thine, O Lord. <laughs> when you just drop your hands, I say, Lord, I've come to the end of myself. I, I can't fix this situation. I can't stop what's going on. It seems to be out of control. Listen, if you've lived any amount of time on this people planet, you've went through things where you thought, this is out of control. I've done everything I can to try to stop it, try to correct it, to try to send it in another direction, but I could not do it. So you look under the author and the finisher of your faith, and that which I commit unto him, he's able to keep against that. Clares men's hearts will fail them for what they see coming on the face of the earth. I believe we read that last week. And the world as we see it is not going to get any better. Matter of fact, the Bible says this, that men will wax worse and worse. Men will deceive and be deceived. That iniquity shall abound and the love of many shall grow cold. We shouldn't think these things would be strange. You, we, we, we shouldn't be surprised that, that men become more violent and more ruthless as time passes on. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, that we would be lost. We, we, we would be capable of things that we wouldn't want to do. So Peter said, yep, don't think it's strange. Keep your eyes upon Jesus Christ. He said, I'll never leave you, nor neither will I ever forsake you, that I'll be with you even unto the end of this age. Leaning, leaning, leaning on those everlasting arms, the everlasting arms of Jesus Christ. Let's listen to me today. He's Lord. <laughs> He's the one that's coming. He's the one the Bible declares will set up his kingdom in Jerusalem and rule with a rod of iron. When? I don't know when. I don't know when. 
I just know it's going to happen. I don't know the dates, the time, the seasons. I know what the Bible says. When you see these things have passed, look unto the hills when cometh your redemption. I know that at the time I've spent on this earth that men are waxing worse and worse. That things are different now than what they used to be. And Jesus is coming back. Just as sure as I'm talking to you. Pointed into man, my Lord, wants to die. And then the judgment. Mm, the judgment. With the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We'll open the books. And if your name be not written in that book, the book of life, then these words will be spoken by none other than Jesus Christ. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, you lawless ones, for I knew you not. It's a sobering thought. It's a sobering thought to know that a person can go into eternity without Jesus Christ. I don't care where you're at today. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what's got a hold of you. And many things have a hold of a lot of people. And basically, listen to me, basically people do not want to be the way that they are. But there's only one power that can break that cycle, the sin cycle. And that's the blood, man, oh man, the blood of Jesus Christ. Without the shedding of blood, the Bible says there is no remission of sin. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, he says, I will pass, I will pass over you. Sin sin and the curse no longer has a hold on our lives. Listen to me, if we accept Jesus Christ. So the way that you make it today, the way that you see your way clear, the way that light can 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 be shone into your life right now can shine in your life right now is if you accept Jesus Christ because he's the light a conscious decision confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God almighty raised his son Jesus Christ from the grave and whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved and repent. That word repent means to turn, to make a conscious decision, to go in a different direction. I can't do this by myself. You might say, exactly. None of us can. Let your arms go limp except for praising at your side and say, Lord, I give up and I give it all to you. Cast all your cares upon him. Because he cares for you. He said, I would that none would perish. But each and every one will come unto everlasting life. Receiving today, call on his name. He's a present help in the time of trouble. He's a strong tower. He's your incoming, your outgoing. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. And no man comes unto him under the Father, except it be through Jesus Christ. God's plan of redemption was settled before the foundation of the world, where the Lamb of God was crucified before the foundation of the world. Nothing took God by surprise. This is God's plan. 
and you've got to conform yourself to that plan. You've got to adhere to it. You've got to receive it. Don't reject it. That plan of God, the plan of the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension, the soon coming king, all this is the plan of God, that mankind might be reconciled back to God. There to be an atonement, an atonement, a oneness, to be one again with God. What Adam did, Jesus fixed. Adam, first Adam, Jesus the second Adam. Through, through one man, sin entered into the world, and through one man, which is Jesus Christ, sin is eradicated. And sin's the problem. S-I-N is the problem. All sin that comes short of the glory of God. And the reconciliation comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your word. We ask you that one hears today that's lost, doesn't know you, they receive you. They accept you. They call on your name today. They would talk to you, not a man, talk to you, and ask for a revelation of who you are and what you are. Receive you today. Those suffering in their body, which they are, I'm sure. Or we believe you're able to heal. By your stripes, you're healed. Those suffering in their minds, their emotions, extreme pressures on their mind, I ask you today that you help them, you deliver them, for you was chastised for our peace of mind, bruised for our iniquities. And we thank you today, Lord, that we have a that we live under your grace and your mercy, and there is a way out, and you are that way. And you are that truth, and you are that life. Lord, just reveal yourself unto those today who are searching. Reveal yourself unto those who are, are, are crying out today for truth and majesty and for your goodness and for your mercy. And let them receive you today. And let, let their lives be changed. Let, the, the, let, the, let there be a joy unspeakable come into their lives. Let a confidence and a peace like they've never had before, my Lord, come into their lives. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthinword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.